0: I'm your host, Shireen, and of course, Amir is with us. We're back with the last part, part six, of our six-part series, in which we discuss the nazm by Alama Iqbal called Ek Makra or Makhi. As always, if you're joining us for the first time, please go back five parts and start with part one, or maybe even episode one, so you can get a better understanding of the intention of this podcast. Just to remind everyone of the intention of this podcast, It is mainly to introduce myself and the listeners to Urdu from the beginner to high beginner levels. I know every now and again, I get carried away and introduce some not so beginner level topics, but I can't help it. While this effort is a personal learning journey, I also want to try and include as many people as possible. And I especially want to include others who are like me, those who come from a South Asian family, but don't really have the confidence to interact with the language. Recently, and throughout this journey, I've received several encouraging emails, so I thank you for that. I respond to every single one, even if it is a bit late. Lately, I've had some requests to focus on grammar, and I definitely intend to do that with the Urdu YouTube channel, so please stay tuned for that. Thank you very much for your patience. Okay, with that, let's get into part 6 of our Nazm, Ek Makara Ar Makhi. Assalamu alaikum amir, Shuru
1: Wa alaykum asalam. zarur. Let's do it. So the first four lines for this part are, Makhi ne suni jab ye khushamad to pasiji Makhi ne suni jab ye to pasiji Boli ki nahi aap se mushko koi khatka. Boli ki nahi aap se mushko koi khatka. Inkar ki aadat ko samajhti hoon bura mein. If you recall, the last two lines from part 5 were the spider talking about the fly's beauty, her dress, her qualities, and her sharp appearance. He left no stone unturned when paying her compliments. Keep that in mind as we look at the first line from this part. Hopefully, you are noticing several words repeating, which is excellent for language learning. So the first line is, "Makhine suni jab ye khushamad to pasiji. Makhine suni jab ye khushamad to pasiji. Makhine suni means the fly herd. jab means when. So makhine suni jab means, when the fly heard. To say this in a conversational way, we would say, Jab makhi ne suni. Jab makhi ne suni. When the fly heard. And what did she hear? Ye khushamad. Do you remember what khushamad means?
0: So earlier we had said, Dekho jise dunya mein, khushamad ka hai banda. Dekho jise dunya mein, khushamad ka banda and that means whomever you see in this world is a person of flattery so khushamad means flattery
1: right so makhi ne suni jab ye khushamad to pasiji makhi ne suni jab ye to pasiji let's start with pasiji we often pair pasijna with dil which means heart so Dil pasijna means your heart melts or it softens. So when the fly heard this flattery, her heart melted or she softened. In everyday Urdu, to say, when the fly heard this flattery, she softened, we would say, Jam makhi ne ye khushamat suni, to pasiji As the spider is showering her with all this praise, he's obviously hoping that the fly gives in she had not yet softened but the next line indicates that she fell for his words
0: okay so i'll say the next line with the one we just covered makine okay, so suni jab ye khushamad to pasiji makine suni jab ye khushamad to pasiji boli ke nahi aapse mujko koi khatka boli ke nahi aapse mujko koi khatka so, I know all the words in this line except katka. Using context clues, if I had to guess what katka means, I'd say it means issue or problem. So, first, let me rephrase this sentence. Instead of boli ke nahi apse mujko koi khatka, I'd say boli ke mujko apse koi khatka nahi. Boli ke mujko apse koi khatka nahi. Boli means she said. Ke means that. Mujhko abse means I with you. Koi khatka nahi means not any issues. She's basically saying, I don't have any problems with you. I don't have any issues with you. We're good. Is that right, Aamir?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the issue that you're having with khatka, khatka is quite close to khatra ya fikr. Something of that sort. It's quite close to Khatra.
0: I see. Okay. And Khatra means danger. So actually, it might be more like I don't consider you a danger. I I don't, so not even like I don't have a problem with you, but I I don't see you as dangerous. Yeah. I think that's a good way of putting it.
1: So I happen to uh, uh, look uh, up. Khatka, actually. So, obviously, it's a little nuanced. It's quite close to khatra. But it's uh, something like a suspicion and also a doubt. So, it it's uh, obviously, if you so you will be suspicious about it. You would be doubtful about it. But uh, the word khatka in itself would be uh, something of uh, that you are not exactly scared about it, but you have a little bit of suspicion, which makes sense over here because uh, uh, that fly was full of suspicion about uh, about the spider's intentions, and now she's like, uh, "No, I don't have a, a lot of suspicions about you." Right?
0: I completely understand what you mean, but I, I wish there was.
1: I was actually wondering why he used khatka instead of khatra, because uh, because khatra would be in the same meter, so it would it would do a one wonderful job over there. Mm-hmm. But I think why he used khatka is because of the suspicion, because she was quite suspicious of his intentions and that's not there anymore.
0: Uh Aha, which, yeah, the Koshamad worked. Um, Okay, so I have no, yeah, like all my doubts, all my suspicion has left. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's gone.
0: Understood. We know previously she had said no to his invitation. She had said, Oh no, you can go fool someone else. I'm not going to be falling in your jal. And jal means trap. So she had said, I won't be falling in your trap. And now, before immediately accepting his invitation, she's slowly changing her mind. She's like, To be honest, I don't see you as dangerous. Then she says,
1: Incar ki adat ko samashti hum burame. Incar ki adat ko samashti hum burame. Incar means to refuse. For example, Mane Shirin ko dawat pebulaya, magar unhone in car kardia. Mane Shirin ko dawat pebulaya, magar unhone in car kardia. I invited Shirin to a dawat. Which is basically, uh, it could be a ceremony, it could be uh, anything, it could be a party. So I invited her to a party and she refused. They kar ki adat means of habit. So if I say inkar ki adat, that would be a habit of refusing. So, most often you'll see the post position ki paired with adat.
0: Right, so here are some examples of good habits Jaldi sone ki adat. Jaldi sone ki adat. Or Jaldi uthne ki adat. Jaldi uthne ki adat.
1: Ah, yes. Jaldi sone ki adat. Jaldi sone ki adat means the habit of sleeping early. Something that I don't have. <laughs> Knowing that jaldi sone ki aadat, means the habit of sleeping early, what would jaldi uthne ki aadat mean? Jaldi uthne ki aadat. It means the habit of waking up early. Then there is chini kam khane ki aadat. Chini kam khane ki aadat.
0: So that literally means the habit of eating a little sugar, basically reducing your sugar intake. Let's give one more. Varzish karne ki aadat. Varzish karne
1: Oh, another really good habit. Varzish karne adat. aadat. Varzish karne means the habit of exercising. Varzish means exercise, and Varzish Karna means to exercise.
0: Okay, so let's return to our Adat. Inkaar ki Adat ko samajti hu bura ki Adat ko samajti hu bura So, Inkaar ki Adat means the habit of saying no, or the habit of refusing. I believe we've seen the word Samajna before. Samajna means to understand. It can also mean to think. So she's saying, Inkaar ki ko hun bura main. Literally, that would be translated as, The habit of refusing. I think it bad. Basically, she thinks it's bad manners to refuse an invitation.
1: Exactly. Let's provide a few more sentences with the word samajna. If I wanted to say, I think the habit of being late is bad, I'd say, Deir karne ki aadat ko bura samajta hoon Ya in conversational Urdu, Main deir karne ki aadat ko bura Did you know that I said samashta because I'm a male? Deir means late. And deir karna means to... Well, it, it means to be late, but literally it means to do late. and yeah? to... To do lateness? Something of that sort. But yeah, it, it translates to to be late. How do you say, I think the habit of sleeping late is bad? That would be, Deer se sone ki aadat ko bura samajta hoon main. Or, conversationally, Main deer se sone ki aadat ko bura samajta hun. Shireen, how do you say? I think the habit of eating too much is bad, or I think the habit of overeating is bad.
0: That would be, "Had se zyada kane ki adat ko bura or as you said conversationally, you would put that "me" in the front, right? So "me had se zyada kane ki adat ko Ah, uh, when I say "me" in the front, it's not flowing. Had se zyada khanne ki aadat ko bura samajti hun, main. Main had se zyada khanne ki aadat ko bura samajti hun? Yeah?
1: Yeah, it's all right. Uh, okay, all right.
0: So again, that's, Main had se zyada khanne ki aadat ko bura samajti hun. I like this phrase, had se. So when you say had se zyada, that conveys this idea of over capacity or too much, We'll provide a few more examples of hadse for our patrons, so please head over to Patreon to see what additional goodies you can get while also supporting UrduSeeker. So, for example, if I say this to my younger brother, tum hadse bahar nikal rahe ho, tum hadse bahar nikal rahe ho. If you remember, bahar means out or outside, nikalna means to come out. So I imagine had to mean a line. And if you go outside the line, then you're crossing the line. Hadse se bahar nikalna means to cross the line. Tum Hadse se bahar nikal rahe ho means you're crossing the line. And if I had a sister I, and I wanted to say the same thing to her, I'd say tum had se bahar nikal rahi ho. Tum hadse bahar nikal rahi ho. Again, meaning you're crossing the line. Amir, would you agree more or less with this explanation? Also, do you have any other sentences with hadse or hadse ziyada? I feel like this is a very nice phrase for poetry, like crossing the line in love or in anger.
1: Of course, Irene, I do agree with it. Uh, if I had to translate it literally, I would say, you are getting out of the ordained boundaries. That is what had say would mean, because had means like an ordained boundary. Oh, for example, uh, the boundary between uh, two countries is called a sarhad. Oh wow, that also has the word had. So had is kind of like a boundary, yeah, definitely.
0: Gotcha. Okay, I did not know that. Okay and can you give us maybe one example sentence with the had or had se zyada"? maybe had se zyada
1: Had se zyada to example had ka example sakta for example had so that would mean you have like this is the limit man
0: Yes that is a very great example because that is super common like i hear that phrase all the time in movies and well in movies Yes. Okay. Yeah. The had karbi.
1: Behad bhi both. Like, that would be just talking about Had a lot. Behad bhi which is combining the Persian prefix BE, which means without, and Had means limit. So that would mean limitless. Like, in bo istarai stamalotai, aap behad You are limitlessly bat Um.
0: Batamiz, uh, just rude? Batamiz?
1: Batamiz, yeah, matlab, uh, you've got no manners.
0: No manners, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Imagine new, somebody saying you're limitlessly mannerless. That would be <laughs> so beautiful.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, man, that was awesome. Yeah, we can go uh, with you. I'm sure we can go on and on about different examples. So, yeah, we'll, we'll stop it stop there. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's move to the next line. Sach ye hai ke dil torna achha nahi hota. Sach ye hai ke dil achha nahi hota. Sach ye hai ke means, the truth is that, torna means to break. And do you remember what dil means? Dil means heart. So dil means to break a heart, to break someone's heart. Achha nahi means, is not good. It's not a good thing. And what's not a good thing? Dil tordna. So, such ye hai, ki dil nahi hota means, the truth is that, breaking someone's heart is not good. Let's now move to the next four lines. The finale. Ye baat kahi aur uri apni Jagase. ये बात कही और उड़ी अपनी जगह से पास आई तो मकड़े ने उछल कर उसे पकड़ा पास आई तो मकड़े ने उछल उसे पकड़ा भूखा था कई रोज से अब हाथ जो आई भूखा था कई रोज से अब हाथ जो आई आराम से घर बैठ के मक्खी को उड़ाया आराम से घर बैठ के मक्खी को उड़ाया so sad
0: <laughs> but I feel complete now. I've, I've been waiting to get to this ending. So it is complete. Now we know. So the first line in this set of four lines is, Ye baat kahi aur apni jagah se. Ye baat kahi aur apni se. This happens to be a line that's written in a conversational manner. So no need to rearrange anything here. If you remember, baat, can mean a thing or matter. Gehna means to say. Ordana, we learned in the previous part, it means to fly. Apni is used to show possession. So if I say, me apni cycle hu, I'm saying, I'm riding my bike. Apni cycle. Again, to save time, I'll provide more examples of apni on our Patreon page. There's an interesting distinction in the gender if you're talking about your own self or referring to others, so you'll definitely want to check that out. okay, so Ye kahi or apni se, means she said this thing and flew from her spot, her location. Jaga means location.
1: then it says tokar pass a to makre ne uchalkar usse pakra. Pasana means to come close. Uchalna means to jump. And pakarna means to grab, to hold, to capture. Here it means to capture. So, pasai to makre ne uchalkar usse pakra. Pasai to makre ne uchalkar usse pakra means as she came closer, the spider jumped and captured her.
0: Ah, alas, we know the fate of the fly. So the next line is connected to the last line. I'll read the two together, and we'll look at them one by one. Bhuka tha kai roz ab hath se ghar makhi ko I want to try to d- distinguish that, like, there's one idea. Bhuka tha kai Abhat makiko Yeah. Okay, so mm. Bhuka tha means he was hungry. Tha is the past tense of hona, our to be verb. I'll provide more examples of tha on the handout, so be sure to download that from the website. Kairoz means several days. So Bhuka tha kai se, literally means he was hungry since a few days, meaning he had been hungry for several days. Abhat Joai. Hat Ana is an idiom. When something, Hat Ai, that means it comes into your possession or under your control. So in this example, the maki comes into the makra's possession. He literally captures the fly. So he says, Abhat Joai. Now that she's in my hands, so hat could mean hand or hands. In this case, it's quite literal. But hat ana isn't always so literal. Amer, do you have an example sentence of hat ana that isn't so literal, or maybe it is always literal?
1: Uh, I would say there's there's a little bit of context uh, around hat ana. So if you've been like pursuing something for a really long time, and then you. F- finally get it. For example, This treasure, uh, I, I got my hands on it with a lot of difficulty. So that is kind of the context. And that is the context that you see here as well, where uh, uh, this uh, spider had been trying so hard to get the makhi and finally he was able to get her. So in that context, Uske Hot lagnabi used kyajat hai.
0: But so, you know, this idea of the hands, you know, like the hand like is it always this idea of like it's in my hands now? Is it always in my hands? Ana, or, you know, sometimes you acquire something that you can't actually put in your hands. Um I'm trying to think if there's an example of that.
1: Huh, this happened for example. Ye badi se hai. Ah. I've, I got this success uh, with a lot of difficulty. So that is an abstract idea, yes. which you are getting into your hands.
0: That's excellent. Yeah. Okay. That settles it. I, I had a feeling that, you know, there are examples of using, like you could say hat anna with anything really. It doesn't have to be literally something that you can touch. So right. yeah,
1: exactly. Let's now look at the last line. So we know what abhat jo ai means. Now that she is in his possession and now that she is captured, aram se ghar bait ke makhi ko uraya. Aram se ghar ko uraya. Aram means comfort. Aramse se means with comfort. Baitna means to sit or to stay put. In this case, it's paired with ghar ke So he stayed in his home. Ghar means home. So ghar means to stay home or to remain at home. Now we have makkhi kodaya, which is so beautiful in itself. It's an idiomatic phrase. And it means he ate the fly with great delight. Urana literally means to fly. But often, Urana is used to express this idea that a thing is being enjoyed or is being done with delight. Also, I'd like to add that urana here adds to the beauty of the poem, because makhi urke the fly came flying, and when you say makhi ko uraya, you basically or Allama Iqbal is basically using the same verb urana to express two different ideas. The first idea is that she came flying. And the second idea is that he ate her wastefully or delightfully. So that's that's amazing.
0: Yeah, no, that I picked up on that too. And, but I didn't realize the difference. But you're right. It was very well done. And so as you talk about Orana and this idea that it means... Um, to do it with delight, and you hinted at uh, doing it wastefully. So that reminds me of another example. Um, I often hear "bese orana, and so pese orana means spending a lot of money. Depending on who is saying it, it can also mean to waste money. So orana, while it does indicate that someone's enjoying the thing that they're doing, the idea of it being wasteful can also be true.
1: Also, urana and urana are a little different. Urna is to fly and urana means to make something fly. So when you say, "apne paise uraye, so you're basically saying you made the money fly.
0: That was a good distinction to bring in because I, I would think that that would be very confusing to someone who's hearing these words for the first time. All right. Well, one last thing I want to bring uh, before we close. So in this video, if, um, if you watch the video, the one that I linked uh, with this poem of that little girl reciting this poetry, at the end, they present the moral of the story as um, keeping away or staying away from bad friends. But I would say the better moral of this story is to maybe trust your initial instinct, perhaps, or don't give in to your naive ways. Any thoughts about that, Amir?
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you. Yeah. If you look at the entire poem, that's what it means. There's a whole world out there that's trying to trap you and you should trust your instincts and you should not get trapped, basically. Yeah.
0: Agreed. Awesome. All right. Well, that does it for our six-part nazm, Ek makra or Makhi. We hope you've enjoyed this poem. Please let us know how you've liked it by visiting our page and making any comments there. Let us know if you'd like to see more poems like this. Personally, I learned a lot of new vocabulary words, learned a bit about Alama Iqbal, and some norms about inviting guests over to your home. Uh So So, thank you very much for joining us. As always, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. If you're enjoying the podcast, download the free handout from the website, www.urdusikie.com. Be sure to also check out Amer's podcast, YouTube channel, and Instagram account, urdu.dan. Thank you very much again. Any last words, Amir?
1: Yeah, uh, I'd like to say that I think this has been a great experience for me. Me too. Working with you and being able to contribute to this uh, really valuable podcast. And uh, Urdu, learn. It, it has been an honor. Aww. I'm glad to have been a part of this.
0: Aw, thank मुझे भी बहुत खुशी हुई पॉडकास्ट आपके साथ करते हुए।
1: Really glad thank you folks God the